I've had several conversations here recently with people who have expressed the feeling that they are tired of something. And this is one that's certainly familiar to me. I know there's been many times in my life that there are certain situations or certain conditions that I'm dealing with that I'm just tired of. And it occurred to me just here recently that it it is a normal human tendency to feel tired of something being a certain way. And I know for me, I have wasted a lot of energy and a lot of time in my life bemoaning the fact that something is a certain way that I am not happy with it being that way. It makes me uncomfortable. It causes me pain. It disappoints me. It uh, doesn't make me feel good about myself. There's a whole host of reasons why, you know, we can be tired of things being a certain way. We can be tired of certain people being certain ways. Uh, There's so many aspects of our lives that we can be tired of things being the way that they are. And I spent some time trying to really slow things down and look at that and, you know, really dig more deeply into what's going on when I feel this way. Because I know, at least for me, this is generally the only way I can learn to cope with something more, to cope with something more effectively is to, once I realize I'm I'm carried away with feeling tired of something, I start, I want to look at, you know, I want to start picking it apart and really understanding, okay, you know, what exactly is happening here? Why, you know, what am I reacting to? What is causing me to act the way that I act? What is causing me to feel this way and to feel the way that I feel? And I think it really gets down to, you know, there are things in all of our lives that, you know, there's some things that we have full control over. And there's some things that we don't have full control over and some things we have no control over at all. Especially when it relates to other people. We can't control other people's actions and choices. We can't control other people's feelings. So the, the, the situations that we're tired of usually fall into two categories, at least from the way that I see it. There are We're tired of things that we can control. Uh, to a certain degree, all the way up to being able to have full control over them, and things that we can't control, you know, completely or at all. So it really is on both sides, there's a spectrum of control. And the first thing that I have noticed that really happens is I become aware that there's a certain situation for whatever reason that I don't like. It doesn't make me feel good for some reason. And then what really happens is, is that I become very focused on my dislike of it. I become very focused on not being satisfied with feeling this way. I, my expectations aren't being met. Uh, I'm hurting. I've been hurt. Someone is doing something that is hurting me. And I realize there are, you know, real emergency situations that we need to attend to and, and try to have them stopped as soon as possible. But I'm really talking more about 
you know, and in those cases, obviously, you know, there has to be serious and swift action that's taken. This is more along the lines of just, you know, things in general in our lives, just certain situations or the way people are dynamic with a person or with certain people. Uh, a regular recurring theme in our relationships with different people. Uh, this can be at work, this can be at home, this can be family related, with friends, even with peeps, with strangers, people we don't know. So what really happens is that for some reason, and it usually has to happen a few times for me to start actively investing in feelings of being tired of something, but what generally happens is I am in, a, in some sort of state, I'm in some sort of situation and I don't like it for whatever reason. You know, it's making me uncomfortable. It's making me unhappy. Whatever the reason may be, whatever it, you know, however it makes me feel. And I resist it. I don't like it. And so instead of, you know, mindfully slowing things down and looking at the situation, you know, from a uh, more of a, 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 at a distance getting some more perspective on it, what ends up happening is that I, I don't choose to do that. What leads to me ultimately being feeling tired of things, and I want to back up and say one thing. The only reason this is really relevant is if you've ever experienced or are experiencing the feeling of being tired of being tired of something. I mean, I know that sounds kind of silly, but it's, you know, we, we can be tired of something and fully invested in that. We don't necessarily really want to change it, or we don't feel that we can, or we don't feel empowered to change it. There's a whole host of reasons why we don't feel like we can change something. And in some cases, unfortunately, there are things that we cannot change. There's previous choices that have been made, and you know we can't change everything about it. So then it's a, the question becomes, how do we cope with it? Or how do we cope with it more effectively? So, getting back to, you know, if we're tired of feeling tired of something, if we finally get to the point that we wake up, and this is, again, where mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice really work for us, is that I can be tired of something, and I'm going to talk in just a minute about what I do when I'm completely immersed in that, and I'm completely in a react reactive mode. I'm not aware of what I'm doing when I'm carried away with the feeling of being tired of something. But if I get to a point where I realize that I'm tired of, of feeling tired of something, the only way that can really happen is, is if I have some level of awareness. And so I'm kind of working backwards. If the only way that I can have awareness that I'm tired of being tired of something, I'm tired of feeling this way. And the only way I can cultivate that kind of awareness is to learn to repetitively or repetitively pay attention to my mind and what it's doing, what it's what I'm telling myself, what is my self-talk like, what am I saying to myself about any situation, in, you know, in general. And when I do that, when I'm paying attention to how I'm, you know, once I develop that awareness, if I am, you know, engaged in a regular mindfulness or mindful coping practice. I have the ability to, at any point, if I have practiced this, I can suddenly wake up from that trance of being tired of something. I can realize, and I can put some distance between myself and that feeling of being tired of something. 
and then I can realize, okay, I'm tired of this. Okay, wait a minute. I, I, you know, I, I understand where I'm going with this, you know, but let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's take a step back. And as soon as that happens, once we take that step back, once we get that more clear perspective, we suddenly, there, there's, there's almost like there's a break in the chain. There's a break in the momentum. You know, we're moving forward with anger, with resignation, with feelings of victimhood. We're moving forward with feelings of frustration, uh, of just wanting to just give up and just feel like there's nothing we can do. So there's a lot of different ways that we can, you know, negatively cope with or not cope with this feeling. And once we begin to realize that we are choosing to feel tired of something, then everything has the ability to change. There, there is potential for us to actually loosen the grip that we have on this pervasive feeling of being tired of something. Once we can see that there's something that is, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's usually going on for a period of time. It's not changing. It's not getting any better. And once we can see that we are frustrated, disappointed, tired, whatever the case may be, whatever you want to call it, once we realize that this is how we feel, then we can start really questioning, you know, are we doing everything that we can to deal with that? You know, then the questions start. And I know that I'm not saying that the questions that I have are the best questions or the only questions to ask. It, every situation is different and every person is different. But I think this is where we begin. It's a great example of where we begin an active questioning of starting to ask ourselves, you know, what, you know, what have I done to contribute to this? And this is not to judge ourselves or make ourselves feel guilty or feel bad for any cho- choices that we've made or any actions that we've taken. But what we're doing is beginning to look at the situation objectively instead of being carried away with feelings of being tired. Because I think the longer that we continue to do that, we're not dealing with the situation at all. We're not asking any of the right questions or any pertinent questions about why the situation is the way it is. We're not, you know, when we're carried away with being tired of something, we're not really looking for solutions. Or we've given up on looking for solutions. And there are situations where there are no solutions, and I realize that. But I think we won't really know that that's the case until we have been able to come out of the trance of being tired of something. Because the scary part about being tired of something is that we can do that for the rest of our lives. I mean, we can literally live this way. And I want to kind of pause for a second because that is something that really got my attention when I realized that a few years ago. I had lived with certain situations for years and I was tired of them and when I did that I basically gave up and I had people in my life who said to me literally you know Jeff it's like you've given up you're not trying you're not trying to do anything to make it better I would look at them and say you're absolutely right you're absolutely right I I have completely given up but yet at the same time I still actively complained about being tired of a situation I still actually negatively affected other people. I took my negative energy and I, and I put that upon other people. 
and it's not fair, and I know that, and it's not right. I've had people do it to me. I don't like the way it feels, so I have to remember that when, you know, I'm tempted to do the same thing, and it's natural and normal that we want to do that sometimes. We want to blow off steam. We just want to complain about something and just get it off of our chest because it's a way of dissipating energy. And usually what happens is is that when we're tired of something and we have given up trying to really question it or, 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 or question our actions or, or our lack of actions, this is what happens. And the, you know, the longer we stay in a state of not liking something or being resigned from it or just giving up on it, this is where we end up it's it we have to find some way to dissipate that energy and usually it takes the form of complaining to someone else about it or getting ourselves worked up to the point that we can't cope or that we're emotionally overwhelmed and it really does drain us of our energy when it took me a long time to look at myself and take a long look at the ways that I coped with my feelings of not wanting to deal with certain things and I just wanted to be tired of them. And there's also another component of this is a lack of acceptance. And this is a tough one. And I'm going to admit that I have struggled with this one greatly over the years. That some, you know, when we're talking about situations that we cannot control completely or at all, then we have to figure out what can we control and you know what we can't control and really only focus our efforts on what we can control. And many times we waste precious time and energy trying to control things that we know we can't control. And it's out of it's just it's a feeling of futility. We you know we're trying to do something. It's almost like and I see this as a common theme when there are situations that we're not happy with, you know, there is negative energy that gets built up around this and we generally take, you know, certain actions. We feel certain emotions as a way of dissipating that negative energy. And being tired of something is probably one of the easiest ways to do this. It's just, it really is just a way of taking our focus off of what we should be looking at when when we feel this way and doing proactively what we can to question what we're capable of and what we're not capable of, how we're contributing to this situation. There are things maybe that we can change. There may be certain behaviors that we have, but when we're so focused on just being tired of something and dissipating that negative energy to others in the form of talking about it and complaining about it, it just nothing really changes, and that's the hardest part about this. I freely admit that I spent years, decades feeling tired of certain relationships and certain situations and while people pointed it out to me that there's things that I could change in terms of my behavior and the way that I responded to these things I was uh, I was not willing to make those changes and it's only when I began to practice mindfulness and mindful coping practice that I started to see that what really gets in my way here is that I am so completely somewhere else, not here where things are really happening. I, I have my own story that I'm telling myself about this, and this is where mindfulness is so powerful. That practice is so incredibly powerful because it gives us the ability to be aware. And when I say a simple awareness, it's not as simple as it sounds because we're, we're, we are habitual creatures. 
And if we're we if we're habituated to not being aware, that's what we practice. We won't be aware. And so when these things happen, we will get completely caught up in a story that we're tell, telling ourselves about why we're tired of something, about why it won't ever get any better, why we're a victim, why the rest of our lives are going to be horrible because things are a certain way. And I know that over the years, I have spent years in that place. It's scary to think about the fact that we can spend years lost in a trance of believing something that we're telling ourselves that is not necessarily true. And I know it for sure that I have run people off who, who just could not handle my negative energy, my complaining. And the longer that I you know, chose to not be aware that I was doing this, really I paid a price for it in terms of wasting years of my life where I could have made real sustainable change. They could have allowed me to live, could could have lived a much healthier life. I could have been possibly happier. I could have possibly been more able to cope more effectively. But I can't go back and change that now. All I can do is try to take a closer look at anything that I am unhappy with or tired of in my life and cultivate that awareness so that when it happens... I can actually, before I ever start what I call a long-term project of being tired of something, I can I can can preserve all my life's energy by just realizing that you know I don't have to I don't have to to get caught up in this. I don't have to perpetuate I, because it takes energy to be tired of something. That's the part that really does surprise people. It takes a tremendous amount of energy and will to just be resigned to just have given up because when we've when we when we're you know we've resigned ourselves to something or we've given up on something you know we say we will tell ourselves that we don't want it to be different anymore we don't care but there are a lot of cases where we do and that's usually what leads to being tired of something being a certain way and i know now that the awareness can lead to us slowing things down and realizing what is really happening is we're just reacting to something. We're reacting to a negative emotion. And then we can begin to start asking the deeper questions. And the, the, the beautiful part about the mindfulness practice is that, you know, this, you know, as far as being in a, in, a, in a place where we are aware, we've got some perspective, we may not be able to do this right away all at once. This may be a process that takes days, weeks, maybe even months if the situation is complicated enough. And so what mindfulness really does is it helps us have a moment-to-moment awareness because we may not be able to fix the problem. There may be things about it that we're contributing to, but we may not be able to make all of the changes we need to make right away. And so we need some sort of support to help us continue to stay aware because it's very easy to get distracted and then we forget the fact that we've been trying to work on something and then suddenly something you know whatever it is that we're tired we've been tired of happens again and then we get angry and we forget about the fact that we're trying to be more aware of not investing in feelings of being angry and frustrated by something that we're tired of and so we need not only the initial support of having that first what I call aha moment 
because we've got to have, we have to have the aha moment. We have to wake up from the trance. We have to be begin to be aware that this is just a habitual pattern that we're engaging in. We've chosen to be tired of something. And I know that it's very easy to to be completely blind to that when we're deep in the middle of that feeling. You know, we feel like we're tired of something that someone else should change. We're tired of something that we can't change. We're tired of something that we won't change. And so what happens is we can completely lose sight of that. So we need that aha moment. We need that bolt of lightning. We need that flash of insight to be aware of, hey, wait a minute, maybe... You know, maybe there's some things I can do here, but I can't do them when I'm invested in these, you know, continuing to perpetuate these negative emotions. Maybe I can do something. So we need that to happen first. And then in order to keep our minds clear and focused on what it is we need to really actively question, once we start unpacking this and breaking it apart, some of these situations may be very complicated. They may be very complex. And so it takes will and energy to really take a deeper look at these things. And sometimes we may need help from others who are qualified to help us, you know, counselors, uh, healing facilitators, different people that can help in this case. In some cases, even medical professionals. It just depends on what it is. But while we're in that process that may take days, weeks, or months, we have to continue to have a, a, a support of that ongoing awareness that we need to not fall back into that trap because we can. It's very, very easy. I've done it many, many times. I, I awaken from the trance only to at some point to have lost my way, lost my focus, lost my will to stay in that zone to go right back into believing what I'm telling myself about something. And it's, it is amazing how it can happen, and it happens very easily. And we're only human. We don't want to judge ourselves or beat ourselves up about it or feel guilty about it. It's just that if we have that awareness, that constant mindful awareness, that support that we need to move forward, to, to do the work we need to do to deal with these situations, if we can change something, the mindfulness really will provide in that mindful coping practice because there may be days where other things happen that make us feel like we don't want to continue to do this work. And we may feel like we just don't, we may tell ourselves we're not strong enough to keep it up. And so that's where we need to be kind and gentle to ourselves. But at the end of the day, the question always remains is, you know, am I being aware of how I'm feeling and how I am causing my own difficulties with this? Am I, am I aware of the fact that sometimes I am being my own worst enemy by reacting to something? And so as long as I can be aware of the fact that I'm reacting to something, I've got a pretty good chance of letting go of that reaction and not believing what I'm telling myself and coming back to the present moment where things are really generally never as bad as I think that they are. And in some cases, the present moment, everything may be completely fine and well but I just don't know it because I'm somewhere else angry about something, frustrated about something, disappointed, resigned, whatever the case may be. So it is really all about developing this, you know, the cultivating the awareness so that we can have that first aha moment to break ourselves out of that illusion and delusion that we're, that we're causing, we're causing our own suffering. And then to have that awareness and that support of that awareness 
moving forward as we do the work that we need to do to heal whatever it is that we're tired of or to affect some sort of positive change if we possibly can. I love the idea about having a life where I don't have to be tired of anything. And I'm working towards it. I'm not there, but I'm working towards it. And there's some things in my life that have been some of the things I've been tired of the most that this practice has helped me to be able to begin to question, to unpack the, you know, the complicated feelings around it, and to begin to actually do the healing that I need to do so that I don't have to feel this way anymore. And I can actually feel better about my life, better about myself. But it is a work in progress, and I'm not all the way there, and I don't know if I ever will be. But I know for now, the, one, the only thing I do know is that I want to continue to cultivate this awareness, this mindful awareness, so that I can continue to do the work that I need to do and to be aware of any situations that I'm not aware of where I'm holding myself back and causing myself needless suffering.